Welcome to an all-new episode of the Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter. And on today's episode, I'll try to make friends with comedian, writer's assistant, and my former direct report, Stephanie Birchenow, faster than I'd offer to hire her back, even though she would flat-out reject that offer. Hi, I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch-dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Stephanie, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast. <laughs> Hello. Thrilled to be here in the gorgeous Riverside Studios. <laughs> It does. That sounds like a real studio, actually, when you say it like that. Like, yeah, well, I, I think it probably is because I'm like I'm in an office right now in L.A. on Riverside Roads or like Riverside Drive. So it's like probably a real thing. Oh, I like how you just dropped that casually already. Like I'm in I'm, L.A. I'm, I'm off. I'm off of Riverside Drive right now. <laughs> yeah. In L.A. <laughs> a huge you <know>. flex. <laughs> so basically that was you already rejecting the idea that I would hire you back. Um, like you're already saying like, no way. I've, I'm, I've gone on to do bigger and better things. Although I don't I hire mean, anyone now in my new life. Never say never. I mean, honey, if the That's money's true. good. <laughs> Well, it isn't. So <laughs> here we are. Here we All right, are. then we'll talk. Um, I have to ask you, uh, because I've been dying to know if you watched Love is Blind. Yes, of course. I, I actually did not watch the reunion special, but I feel like I get fed so much Love is Blind content just on like TikTok or whatever that I I know everything I need to know. But I did watch yeah. every single episode. Well, I mean, if you've seen the memes, you've probably you've probably gotten enough the of the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm I'm definitely um an active uh actively participating in Love is Blind culture. You don't watch like the bats or anything, do you? I've watched the bat I've dabbled. I assume no, because you just said some hurtful things about, about <laughs> reality dating show. <laughs> I've dabbled like, in the bachelor. The core. <laughs> yeah, well, because my my like beef with the bachelor is like I mean, I, I have met I, I actively love it. So I like can hate it, but I also love it. But I, um, but one of the things like that I take issue with is, um, I mean, it's of course several fold, but it's like, they're just like stuck in this bubble and they never take it to the real world. And so then they like end up in the real world and just break up in clearly like two months or something like that. Or like, um, it's like this one actually like puts it to the test a little more and it has more stakes. Cause nowadays in the bachelor, you like, you can just end it in as like dating or something. And this one, they're actually like walking down the aisle. So I always think that like, if the bachelor ended with like a literal wedding, it would be more high stakes and like feel more real. Cause right now it's just like, feels like we're just like watching two people about to become influencer, broken up influencers. And also <laughs> I think it's cool that love and love is blind is like, um, they cast in the same, in one city at a time. So, it, so it's like, yeah. this one is just in Chicago and it's like, yeah, that, then these people could, there is a world in which like this couple can work without like having to make major life changes. Whereas on the bachelor, so many of them are clearly just looking for their ticket to move to Riverside drive on Los An in Los Angeles, <laughs> the, the Riverside studios. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. So it's like, I think it's smart that they are focusing like in actual cities where they don't have to, they're, they're yeah. not like as 
overtly chasing fame. Absolutely. It, the thing I'm trying to think the, the one season. So I decided a couple seasons ago, I was going to give the bachelor a try. Um, and Which I was like, season? you know what? Uh, so I don't remember what, but here I, I'll describe something that happened on it. The season that I was Fabulous. watching, it was the Great. one where the one girl was from Iowa. She was like from Des Moines and she was like, baby, they're all from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, okay. That didn't help. So the other one, the, well there's like one hot girl from Toronto. <laughs> there always is. <laughs> Damn. See, I need to watch more. So I know the formula. Um, they went on this, uh, was it pilot Pete? Um, oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't. He, I feel like he took one of the girls to a country concert, and she was like, "Oh my god, I used to date Chase Rice." And I was like, "This is not, <gasps> yes, real life." You know, like yeah. that's, that's not crazy. that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I think I stopped watching like halfway through the season because I was like, I can't handle it's, this. Yeah, you can. You can pretty clearly like once you know the game, you can like pretty clearly tell like producer you know manufacturing yeah it's pretty yeah. it's pretty in your face but it is it's still like a very fun ride yeah i'm sure it is i just couldn't i couldn't get into it but love is blind i am i'm there you're there and they've already filmed season three i liz told me um Whoa. and it comes out next year it was filmed in dallas is what i've heard so Fine. I'm trying actually, um, I'm trying to get somebody from season two on the podcast. I had Cameron from season one on and he was a great guest. He was oh, amazing. Good. He's like a um, hero. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him and Lauren are like freaking adorable. So cute. Um, yeah. So I'm trying with, with season two. I don't want to even it. say the Logan and Liz of reality TV. I actually saw that in TV guide. I think <laughs> <laughs> does TV guide cover Netflix? Cause I don't think they do. <laughs> Oh, uh, how, wow. Wow. Interesting point. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. I, we used to get TV Guide. Like, we didn't have a lot of money and stuff growing up, but my mom, for some reason, always had a subscription to TV Guide. Like, she couldn't be bothered to flip through the five fucking channels we had <laughs> to see what was on. I don't that, know what like, that was about. I feel, like that, I, I feel like that everyone has that, though, where, like, we also, like, wouldn't spend money on, like, literally anything, but then we would get, like just like a bunch of magazines. And honestly, mm -hmm. it kind of ruled. Yeah. I love, I miss, I miss getting magazines. I still get them. Cause I'm old. Do you really? What do you yeah. get? Uh, I only actually get one now. I used to get like four or five and then it actually became a problem because I was like, I don't, I have a hard time letting go of things. So I would like have all of the back issues and they would just be like stacked and stacked and stacked. Mm. And it was, it was too much, but yeah. I subscribe That's to like how you become like a hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for any TV credit. So hoarders is my destiny at this point. <laughs> well, thank you. Like I said, thank you for coming on. We, Stephanie and I are going to host a spinoff love is blind podcast, but that'll be a whole separate. Oh my initiative. God. I would love that. I really wanted to try to do it for season two, but I couldn't get my life together fast enough. Like a recap show or like what? Yeah. Just like talk. Yeah. Like talk about it, like break it down, assess it. Um, I'm just not fat. Like I wasn't fast enough. I had, I started producing wrestling shows again cool yeah that's something else um it was really fun but uh it was it happened to be that my show was the weekend that love is blind the first five episodes came out so i was like oh, already yeah. behind and you know what all, i mean they all drop in such big right and they drop in such big chunks it'd be hard to do like a weekly a company yeah. you know yeah yeah so i gotta figure that out I'll, I'll call nick and see what we can work out for season three 
I don't know. Talk to Nick. Talk to Nick. Get yeah, Vanessa on the horn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really, I do want you to watch the reunion though when you get a chance. So um, I, I probably will never will. I, I like that you're just like taking a stand. <laughs> um, I gobbled up every episode the moment they were available to me and I'm just not going to watch the reunion. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, like you said, maybe, okay, maybe we change the premise and I don't, Logan, I don't mean to come in here and change the way that you do things, but maybe instead of you trying to be friends with me at the end of this is you have to convince me to watch the Love is Blind reunion special. Uh, uh, You know what? Here's the thing I'll say, just like when we work together, you probably have better ways of doing it. So let's, you know, I'm open. I'm open. (laughs) Uh, Oh man. Untrue. Jesus. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to one of these before, so I'll give you just a quick Mm -hmm. overview of the premise. Um, The first round will be like the fast forward round. I'll just ask you questions about your life, like research, things like that. You know, things that I found about (laughs) you on the internet. I can't imagine what you would find about me on the internet. (laughs) You would be surprised. (laughs) I'm so scared. (laughs) Um, the second round is called the five for five round. So it is named after an Arby's culinary deal from the nineties, which you won't remember probably, but, uh, you could get five classic roast beef sandwiches for $5. It was really a great deal. And it fed us so many nights. Um, huge deal. So I have five questions prepped for you. I guess I like get the unfair advantage because I ask all the questions, but then I also still get five in the second round. But you do get five in the second round, so you can ask me five questions. I, yeah, I've got some questions. I've got some all right. questions. All right, all right. And then the third <laughs> round is the fast friends. You're gonna actually, you're, I don't think you're going to like my question. <laughs> uh, my friend Kyle listens to the, ep- uh, to the podcast, and he usually will give me feedback on the people's questions. So I'll let you know what yeah, Kyle yeah, yeah. says next week okay. when this drops. Thank you. Actually, we'll report back. I love that. I need that. I'm I'm a person who like really responds to like I, I need to know that someone's watching and critiquing me. Yeah, Kyle will he will be your accountability person, uh, and you okay. will definitely get um, you will be held responsible for for your actions for sure. Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then in round three, we'll play with this uh, paper fortune teller, reveal an activity, and then we'll end with a friend request. Any questions before Great. we jump in? No. Are you good? You're good to go. All right. I'm, I'm right ready into... to ready to rock. Did wait? Let's did we it. talk for too long already? No. Wait. How long is okay, too great. long? I don't know. No. I no. just realized that you were still introing the show, and I had already like we talked about fifteen minutes. It's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's you know this is my this is my I'm renting this Riverside Studio space. I do what I want. <laughs> great <laughs> with it. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, in the <laughs> the fast forward round. So my first question is, and some of this is just personal knowledge because we did work together. Again, I like right. to be very transparent with the listeners. Stephanie and I, Steph, why did I call you? I don't even know why I just said your name like that. Stephanie and I do know each other because we worked together previously. Um, so some of we these are things together, like that I we know. We sat next to each other. We sat like inches from, <laughs> from each other for like That's years. True. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, too close uh, yeah. for comfort, some might say. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That we'll get to that. But it um, honestly, some of the some, the best and worst of times, I think, in those Completely years of my career. Agree. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. it was the yeah. most. It was so fun, but also terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was so. Yep. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, oh yeah, that we'll get to that. Uh, so my first question is: I feel like you grew up everywhere. And I'll tell you what I mean no. when I say this. Yeah, 
So like I would talk about things like, you know, I would say something like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to St. Louis for the weekend and we're mm-hmm. going to get emos. And you'd be like, oh, I used to live in St. Louis. Like you should do this or try the toasted ravioli or whatever. And then like you also talked about like growing up in Ohio and then mm-hmm. I know you didn't grow up near Cincinnati, but like you went to school down by there. And I was like, are you in the witness protection program? <laughs> like, why did you live <laughs> everywhere that I went? Okay. We need to end this call. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, no, I, I only moved a couple times in like, as a kid, I, mean, I did grow up in St. Louis until I was like, I lived there until I was, um, whatever, however old you are when you're a freshman in high school, like 14, I guess. And then I'm, and yeah. So, but, but that means like I was there like as a kid and like whatever up until I was like 14. And then I did like high school in Toledo, Ohio, and then college also in Ohio, but in a different city in Ohio. So then it was like, so it's like, it's hard to say like where I grew up because it's like, do you mean like literal childhood? But I also feel like teenage and college is a little bit in a lot of ways, more formative, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's all of the above baby. Um, okay. Well that helps clarify. Cause I, I never like, I guess I just never understood the timeline, you know? <sighs> Got it. Okay. I should, well, I could have just asked that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you scared of me? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, and then I was like, maybe she was in the witness protection program. And then I was like, I actually don't know what her parents did for work. Um, so I don't know. I feel like was one of your parents like a, in worked in drug pharmaceuticals. Yeah. My mom's a pharmacist (laughs) and my dad is, um, yeah, my mom is a pharmacist there. My parents are both retired now, but, uh, drugs, the drug trade. Yeah. 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 Well, the Midwest, you know, right in the, the artery of, uh, of drug trafficking in America, I think. My know. mom's like, I mean, it's actually, yes, but, but not as a joke, but, um, my mom's like famous line was, she was never joking when she'd say it, but it was always like a little funny. It's cause like, I would get in trouble all the time for like coming home late and stuff as a kid, simply because my mom was a light sleeper and she just like wanted her sleep. And she would always be like, if I was like coming in a little late, she would always yell at me and then be like, I have to count pills in the morning. <laughs> That's amazing. And I would be like, that sounds like a you problem. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You were, so you had all sisters, right? Like Uh no brothers. And so it was like you. Three sisters. Three sisters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, where do you fall in the birth order? I'm the third of four. Okay. It's like middle, middle bottom, you know, middle bottom. Do you um, exhibit (laughs) like standard middle child qualities? Do you think? I mean, probably. What What is standard middle child? Like being like a peacekeeper kind of, right? Oh, I don't. That's not where I was. I, that wasn't. Oh, what is middle child? You tell me. <laughs> that wasn't my interpretation of middle child. But. Oh, it, um, I thought it was. I don't know. Jeez. Now I need to feel like I need to research it. I thought they were always like seeking attention and like didn't fit in. Oh, um, uh, maybe. I mean, I think it's like probably a bit of both but oh, I, no, you're right. I, I think i think middle child is a little more peacekeepy because it's like yeah. like oldest child is like kind of drama youngest child is baby middle child's <laughs> <laughs> middle child's job is to kind of just like like ghost and so it's like 
<laughs> well, but let's maybe just that's where the attention seeking. But I love that. I love that you you thought you were teeing me up to say yes. I'm an attention seeking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it does say that there. So this formula does not apply to my family, but it says middleborns are social butterflies, peacekeepers, and fairness obsessed. That is does mm. not apply in my house for sure. Nor Liz's actually. Liz's family I think that's is. probably pretty fair for me. Okay. I, I don't know that I'm like fairness obsessed, but yeah. I, but I think I am maybe more than like my other siblings a little bit more like, well, you know, like seeing other sides of things, but, um, if you had know. to take like you, your sisters and your mom, since you're the females in the house, um, mm-hmm. and like you had to do a cover band of the spice girls, which spice girl would each of you be? Okay. Um, my oldest, we've done, uh, Logan, obviously we've done this many times. <laughs> Allie, my oldest sister, is Scary Spice. Emily is Posh Spice. Victoria is Baby Spice. I am Ginger Spice. Actually, sometimes mm-hmm. Emily is Mel C. But if my mom's in the mix, that's going to change some things. Yeah, your mom is in the mix for sure. My mom, I will say, very rarely was one of the Spice Girls when we were doing this as children. Um, I'm going to say my mom is Mel C. She's sporty. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I can easy ginger, question. Ginger definitely, I think, from from my exposure to you, that's how, that checks out. So Well yeah, I mean I did wear a Union Jack little mini dress to work every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And had the like your hair was red with the blonde bangs. Huge chunky streak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> what was one of your like favorite family traditions growing up? Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I'm just thinking of like inside jokes and I know that these are not traditional <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm like laughing because they're just so stupid. Um, <laughs> okay. Tradition. I got to think. Oh, okay. This is like, it is, it's not like my favorite, like the most fun, but it's just very like memorable as my sisters and I are like, we tended to be kind of like ritualistic about things. And so like, for example, this wasn't like a whole family tradition, but every time we, we would always drive from our house in St. Louis to my grandma's house in Massachusetts because we would like absolutely not be paying for six flights, you know? And so mm-hmm. we would drive and my sisters and I like had it figured out so that like by the time we hit a certain state, I can't remember which state it was, we would start watching. My, we also drove like a really embarrassing like conversion van do you know what i'm talking about those like oh yeah huge van and ours had a little tv in it and <laughs> <laughs> pretty sick huh and uh, <laughs> but we would always um like watch movies but we would save the sound of music until we'd hit like i wish i could remember what state this was new york or something i don't know my mom would always tell us when we were in this state and then we would turn on Sound of Music, and we knew that if we watched Sound of Music like three times back to back, then we would be at Grandma's house. Wow! <laughs> so we we would like whatever we would like just turn on Sound of Music and watch it three times in a row. And then we'd be like, like, how is that fun? <laughs> I don't. I um, can I tell you something that's maybe might blow your mind? I've never what? seen the Sound of Music. You know what? Knowing you and knowing um, the taste level you're working with, that's actually not <laughs> blowing my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Liz was in The Sound of Music as uh, in, 
in school. And it's one of my favorite stories of like how her mom was so savage, such a savage bitch. Um, she, <laughs> her mom, um, was in charge of wardrobe. And so she made sure that Liz had like the best outfit, even though she didn't have like Cute. the starring role, but like, so she had like the best hair. Piece she, wanted, she was one of the kids. Yeah. I can't remember which one, which, so which is, uh, maybe Brigitte. I think I, the only kid that name that's coming to mind is Liesl, and she was the one who had a boyfriend. So that was very memorable to me. Okay. All right. You were a romantic from a young age. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Um, did you guys go to public school or private school? Um, a little bit of both. I went to a public school. Actually, it's like kind of bizarre how this worked out, but I went to a public school in St. Louis until I was in like third grade. And then I transferred to a private school. And then like at one point in time, it was like two of my siblings were in public school and then two of us were in private schools. And I don't really know <laughs> who decided yeah. what. And then when I moved to Ohio, I was in a private school, like a Catholic, like a Catholic girl school for two years. And then I transferred to a public back and then I graduated from a public school. Okay. So a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, were, <laughs> what was your favorite subject in school? I th- you were probably a good, I think you were probably a good student. I found your oh, report yeah. cards. So, um. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved high school. I'm like a real, like teachers, classic teachers pet. Like, you know, give me a little pat on the head, then we're good. Yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think probably maybe I, I was always good at like English. Um, I think English is probably like my best subject. Yeah. My worst by absolute far was like anything super like math math science-y. Like I'm good at math to a certain extent. And then once we're getting into like calculus, uh, we got some trouble. Yeah. I had to take general algebra twice. Like, cause I didn't pass it the first time. So I'm with <laughs> yeah. you. Like I was, I was very like hu- humanities focused, I guess. Not in high school. We just, I don't know what it was called then, but. I, yeah. I feel like, well, were you into like making teachers like you. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And it's like, I feel like in the, in the classes where I'm like a good student, then I would just like try really hard in the class. But if I was bad at the subject, I would just like really work the teacher from other (laughs) angles. And I remember like, I remember vividly, there's like a couple examples of this at least where like, I, I remember somehow like managing to convince my AP US history teacher um, cause I'm so stupid at history. Don't ask me any history questions. Kenny, you're going to hate <laughs> the five for five. <laughs> no, Kenny, get out, get out, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny just showed up with his history textbook. You guys missed that. See, we should do it. We should do a video podcast. I just fucked up his day. Anyway, I, um, my AP US history teacher, I remember like managing to convince him to let us watch, uh, mean girls in class. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't know like what I was doing. I managed, but like I got that teacher to like, let us watch mean girls. I was doing like whatever it took to like, not, not focus. I can hear myself in Kenny's yeah, thing. Is Kenny, that bad? Kenny, we can hear your speakers. Oh, okay. now we can't. Yeah. Oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm obsessed with this um or no i i also had a um 
I remember like my physics teacher, I was so bad at physics. And then I remember like convincing him to let us look inside inside of his car. (laughs) What were you looking for? I was like, I don't know how engines work. And he thought that was like the (laughs) dumbest thing I could say. (laughs) And I just really like played it up. I was like, I would love to know how an engine. And then he just like took us out to the parking lot. And then one day he told us that he like at home makes this like chain mail, um, like night suit. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like a chain, like, you know, (laughs) you know, like nights where those like metal yes. garments that are like chain mail. Yeah. He yes. was like telling us that he was making it. And then we like got him to wear it to school. Like I like loved like fucking with teachers, but only in a way that was like very nice. Yeah. yeah. I was like yeah. too good to like actually like fuck with the teacher. But I, I either, I, if I couldn't win him over with my grades, I was going to like find a way, find a way in. Did you like do anything as creative as far as like writing, performing and stuff like that when you were in high school or did that, did you get into that later? Only later. I I mean, I did like school plays, but I was never the Brigitte, you know, I was, <laughs> I was in the, <laughs> I was an ensemble. Uh, <laughs> you should have gone to so, St. Jude. Could have, would have, should have. I, but no, it really didn't like, I didn't know of like, sketch comedy and improv like things like that like truly i mean i knew of it but it didn't like occur to me as like a thing i could do until like i was in mm-hmm. my 20s what about um what about like child act like because i feel like i'm gonna pull something up to show you but i i feel like you <laughs> talked about your what is that lower? Uh, your role in the gushers <laughs> commercial <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're cyberbullying me. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Um, Logan is trying to say that I look like a human child with a raspberry thread. <laughs> um, it's funny because I actually com- I completely forgot about that that whole like the whole thing where we decided that it looked potentially like it could be your face in the raspberry thing at work. Uh, no, I don't know Logan. if you remember that or not. Oh. Uh, Logan, when I saw that, it took my breath away. I look exact. <laughs> yeah. I look exactly like that little raspberry. <laughs> well, I it's forgot about for, it. Okay, for, for your listeners, I feel like people will remember these. I remembered it vividly. It's those Gushers commercials where these kids are like normal kids, and then they eat a Gusher, and then their head turns into the fruit of whatever Gusher flavor they were eating. And there's one with this like little, like vaguely Asian-looking girl who eats, who pops one in her mouth. And then becomes a raspberry. And it looks so much like me. It's astounding. I yes. literally thought it was me. Um, well, that was your, that I was, I was wondering if that was the genesis of your acting career. I, I wish. Yeah. You'd still be raking in the, those commercials were traumatizing, honestly, as a kid. Yeah. Spooky. Ooky. I feel like a lot of, a lot of like kids programming type stuff was like a little scary for me, but I was such a little softy. What? Okay. So we talked about high school. You did some public, you did some private. Did you go to prom? Yeah, I went to prom. I don't know. The proms really weren't that exciting. I I went to like the, uh, the prom at one of the guys schools too. And it's like the most humiliating, this is like not going to be interesting to you. Like, I don't think that you'll, (laughs) you'll connect with this story that I'm about to tell, but basically like for some reason I like went to prom with this guy that I was like full into like had a crush on this guy, but for some reason 
there was something about like the day of this prom. I was so like, not like, I don't know why, but for some reason I just like refused to start getting ready. And I was like laying on my couch, like watching TV <laughs> instead of like getting ready for prom. And then finally my friend Monica calls me and she's like, Stephanie, what are you doing? She's like mad at me. And so she like shows up and I end up just wearing like my hair and like a, a ponytail and like put a little headband on. And like, that was my like hot prom look. And then like recently I'm like in a group text with some people and everyone's like, show me your prom looks. And like, everyone looks so good at prom. And then I look like I'm going to like go play field hockey. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to see that picture. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll try to find it. But like, it's just like, why didn't I try at all? I look so stupid. <laughs> Um, and then I wore, I went to another prom and I wore, I love that we're talking prom dresses. I'm sure you're really into this, but I wore it's almost prom dress dress season. Are you kidding? Oh, you're right. It's prom dress season. March. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But anyway, I wore another dress to a prom that was like, Oh my God, it's so stupid. I think I basically just like found the first dress that like fit me and I was like, done. And this dress <laughs> is like navy on the bottom, a little strip of white in the middle, has a little belt, and then it's like red on the top. And I look like in pictures, like I was going to like, like, in, like the Republican National Convention. Like, I look, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so do you prefer that prom look or the other the field hockey if you had to unfortunately pick one? i do prefer the republican look i look i look mm-hmm. my hair is looking better i wear it down okay. so big okay. diff okay okay what did you wear to prom i'm gonna picture you wearing a white tux white shoes like orange orange a pop of orange somewhere no no uh so i rented a tuxedo from skeffington's formal wear at northgate mall which you Love. may know from uh, from being at Miami. Um, no, uh, I feel like my my the first one I went to it was just like very traditional. Like maybe I feel like the vest thing was like uh, not pink, but it was like silver pink, maybe. Yeah, and it was like yeah. it had two different textures in the vest. Um, and then my senior year, I was like. I don't want to wear all that shit. Like I'm not, I'm not wearing a bow tie. I'm not wearing a vest. Like I literally got just like this jacket and then like had a silver fucking shirt on underneath it. Like a t-shirt? It was just, no, like a, like a button up shirt. It was like a dress shirt oh. from Skeffington's, but they were like, you need a vest. You need this. And I was like, no, like, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. Um, and so I just, for this look, uh, just I think your heart. Yeah. 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 I think it was probably just being fat and I felt very constrained by the vest. (laughs) Oh, I see. Yeah. Comfort. You gotta be comfy. Yeah. Cut loose. Absolutely. I want to ask you why you ended up or like what drew you to Miami university? I applied to Miami, uh, but I, I didn't get enough. Uh, I don't think I actually, maybe I did get in and I didn't get enough financial aid or something. Honestly, it's not that exciting of a story. It's an in-state school and like two of my sisters had gone there. And I also was like, I I, I wanted to go to a good school, but it also was like very important to me that I go to a school where people get absolutely fucking hammered. (laughs) So unfortunately, Miami ticked a lot of those boxes. (laughs) 
because you wanted the full college experience or like, did you not drink as a teenager? Were you like good? Not really. I really wasn't like a big party or, or like, or like I would party sometimes in high school, but I feel like, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't feel like I was getting that many invites. So I was like, I need to go somewhere where I can <laughs> cut loose. <laughs> um, do you know, Which is like probably every single college, but it was like, I also, I, in my mind, this is like so dumb, but like in my mind, OSU as like a person from Ohio, like OSU was too obvious. I was like, I gotta yeah. go like somewhere. But then I went to like this small, like preppy ass school and it's like, actually that's maybe the more obvious choice. So I don't know. In state, you know, in state really cuts down your selection. Oh yeah. 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 But Ohio um, state, like state schools are all good. So. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot to pick from. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, Nick Lachey actually went to Miami as well? Yeah, I knew that. Did you know Ben Roethlisberger did? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> the Miz also went there. Um, Who? The Miz, Mike the Miz from the Real World, and he's now a WWE superstar. Mm, never heard of him. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Kenny, you're going to have to cut that out because I can't even go on. Kenny, keep it in. <laughs> so you you majored in marketing. Did you want to do marketing or were you just like, eh, this is like, this seems like a formidable I mean, path? Um, <clears throat> to be honest, like I, I wanted initially when I was interviewing at places because I – I wanted to study something like more creative, like in my like secret little heart of hearts that I like, didn't really want to say out loud. You know, I like wanted to do like in my mind. Oh, okay. This is actually, I I remember going on this like college interview once where I had to like interview with an alumni and I was, he was like asking what I wanted to do. And I told him journalism. And when I said journalism, what I was picturing was the job from 13 going on 30, where you're just kind of like cutting out pictures from a magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he started asking me about like, if I was in the front lines in like a war-torn country, like, you know, what would I do if I saw like a bomb go? And I was like, ooh, I don't want to do journalism. So then I scratched journalism off, but then I was, I wanted to do, maybe like communications or something like that. Like, again, I really just like, didn't know that like, like what I want to do now, which is like film and television writing, things like that. Like, I just like, didn't know that was an option to, for me. And cause I initially was also like, okay, maybe I'll do like communications. Um, something that like, where you like study media type stuff. And, um, and my parents, I was like an honor student. This is like, it's such like a stupid like connection to make, but like I was basically like kind of told that I wasn't allowed to like major in like one of the easier majors, which like at my school, at least like communications is like kind of known for being a little bit easier, or, like less, mm-hmm. I don't know. And also like, like if you know, it's not like part of the business school, like whatever. So I basically was like kind of told I had to have like a slightly more serious major. So then I chose, chose like marketing, which is the most like, whatever soft skills of like the business school. Um, but I do find it really interesting. Like I do find like a lot about marketing, like very interesting, but there's also just like, it's not like quite what I want to do, which is like actual creative work. It's like Mm -hmm. a little bit more like obviously tactical and like business oriented. If you're aware business (laughs) marketing is business. (laughs) Were Were you told that by your parents? 
Yeah. That you oh, could, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. I didn't yeah, know if like, like somebody at the school was like, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Like your, your GPA is way too high to be a communication major. Oh, no. And my GPA, guess what? Not that good. But like in my <laughs> household, I was like the one who was going to really be bringing the smarts to the streets. Okay. Okay. Got it. It's good. Which okay. is like insane. I'm like a very dumb person. I just like. No. no but it was no. like, I, I think there's just something about like, um, like, I, I don't know. And I think that like as generations like move forward, it's like we get away from it, but it's like, there was definitely this idea of like, I had to leave college with like a job. And the only way to do that was to like study something that like jobs come out of it, you know? And so yeah. I don't know. And I mean, it worked. And, and, and your first job was, was working for a, um, Say it. a bathroom Say it. supply company. Is that correct? Uh, or a cleaning supply no, company? I think, I think you mean to say the urinal cake factory. <laughs> well, well, I did. I do specifically recall uh, urinal cakes being discussed. The number did they make one, other things? The number one distributor of ur- ur- urinal cakes globally, motherfucker. Uh, get it? Okay. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> How? Yes. <laughs> um, do you? So, I didn't know what a urinal cake was until you explained to me. Um, That's crazy that I learned of urinal cakes before you did. Well, I, once you said it, I didn't know it had a proper name. It's just like the little... Logan, you got to ask more questions, you know, <laughs> with what you're engaging I... <laughs> with in the world. I just piss on them, you know? That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> that's what that's, I do. That's some fucking male privilege bullshit. <laughs> it, well, it is. It is. <laughs> you don't even ask what you're pissing on. Sick. No, I just, you make just me piss. Sick. <laughs> just piss wherever I want. What... How many different types of urinal cakes are there? Well, well. (laughs) (laughs) This is another podcast coming soon. Urinal cake, urinal talk. Um, (laughs) Well, so this place was um, technically my next door neighbor growing up, or like my next door neighbor in Ohio was like the president of this company. So they like, they, but actually it was like kind of whatever. I'm not even going to bother explaining like how I got this job, but I did know the president of the company. <laughs> it's a very small company, but they, so nepotism. Uh, sure. <laughs> Call it what you want to, but I, uh, people were clamoring for the job and I got it because of nepotism. <laughs> but, um, anyway, they like, so they made, they had as part of their, I was in like the marketing department a one mm-hmm. person department which was myself a call a very recent college graduate <laughs> and um and then but then they also were like connected to the factory and they made like a bunch of different stuff but they all were like toilet products that were scented so like their big thing was that their products it was called fresh products and it's like they do two things in one which is like fresh in the room and also like whatever a urinal cake is supposed to do but they like sold multiple things. But my, my role there was they were going through this big rebrand. So my job was to like, one, make sure like everything was like properly translated to like the new like packaging materials. And then also I had to write copy for their new website. And on the website, they wanted like all of the different products that they have. They needed like descriptions of them. And I'm like a young woman who've grown up with only girls. Like I only know, like, I, I don't know any of what I'm talking about here. And they gave me so little like guidance, like no one was overseeing what I was doing. So I was just 
making shit up. And like, and then I remember like, so they were having me like describe and I was like, not a good writer either. Cause I was like 22 or like whatever. And so I, um, and so I was just like writing these descriptions. I'm like writing them like too flowery, like really overselling the urinal cakes. <laughs> and then, and then also they asked me to like, they wanted a page with the different fragrances. Cause that was like their big differentiator. And, um, I was like the whole time I was like supposed to meet with like, they're like, chemist or whatever who created the scents and he was supposed to give me all the fragrance notes and he just never met with me and so I ended up going on Bath and Body Works website and just kind of stealing a lot from the Bath and Body Works website so I wrote these like descriptions for these fragrances and like they're they're written in the way I because I, I just basically I mean I didn't literally copy paste it but I like kind of modeled everything I did off of like how they did it for them so the way I'm describing these like literal toilet products <laughs> as if it was like lotion that's going on your body so i'd be like like for example i'm i'm trying to describe the like um i don't know cotton breeze scent and i'll be like hints of ylang ylang um uh, underscore like a subtle musk of elderflower <laughs> make it up <laughs> I don't know but it's just like so crazy like I bet if this website if someone looked at that website and read those descriptions <laughs> they'd be like this person is high as hell like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is that so that's what I was doing in the in the in the uh urinal cake factory and you started working in in advertising like in agencies right. correct mm -hmm. yeah 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 um okay I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead to our Ogilvy time together. Uh, so I, I did actually, I tried to crowdsource some questions because, because this is the only time I think that I've had actual like direct reports. I keep uh -huh. using air quotes, but crowdsource from who? From like people on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, oh, okay. I basically said like, if you could ask somebody that was like, that reported to me on a team, any question, what would you ask? Fun. And so I have three of them. Um, okay. that I'm going to ask you the first, the first was, did you, did you laugh at Logan's jokes because you felt pressured to, or do you think he's actually funny? I would abs. if you said something to me that wasn't funny, you know, I would absolutely not laugh at that. That has never been my gag. I'm not a fake laugher. I agree. You have a, I'll laugh you at have... myself. Unfortunately, <laughs> I find myself fucking hysterical. So I'm like cracking up all day. <laughs> but if you're saying something that I'm not finding funny or charming, I'm not going to be giving it to no. you. But no. I, so I did I, find you genuinely funny. I did. I just wanted other people to hear that on the record, you know, because <laughs> I could have answered all of these. I Well, I don't think I could actually answer number two. Um, it's also like I do think there's like also something like so special about having a manager that's like, I mean, you're also like a stand-up comedian, you know what I mean? But just like to have anybody and like particularly a manager in like an environment that's kind of stressful, who has like a little bit of humor about what we're doing. It's just like such a huge relief. Like it was just like such a relief to like have someone who like was able to find the humor in like all the stress, you know, like it was, so it was like, I don't know. I think we would have all been laughing anyway because we all just like needed it so bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the second question, this is the one I don't know that I could answer. Honestly, what okay. were Logan's best and worst traits as a manager? As a manager? And you can be, and you can be brutally honest. I don't care. I, I mean, I can't write. I mean, I would have to like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to think about bad traits. I mean, I feel like I like will, would say like 
forever. I think you're like the best manager I've ever had. But I, I think like the positives is that you like, don't get bogged down in like the bullshit of work as like that. Like you always do have like a lightness to, or like able to like find humor in like whatever. And also like really see like the human side of things in a way that like not a lot of bosses do. Like I'll like, I feel like you really like changed the way that I like think about how I act with people interpersonally at work when like someone's making me crazy or like they're asking for something that just doesn't make sense. And like, I remember like coming to you and like complaining about people like maybe earlier on and you would just be like, like down to like, listen to me vent. But then also you'd be like, why don't you just like ask her to get coffee with you and then like see what's going on with that. And it like, I like, that was like the first time that it ever fucking occurred to me that like, Oh, I should just like, instead of like, I don't know, like these people are like easier to work with. If you like actually become friends with them. Like, I feel like I like in my mind, especially because agencies are so siloed as far as like what department you're in. And like, you were like, you really cracked the code of just like, no, if you just like become friendly with everyone, like everyone would rather work with you that way instead of like you just being like good at your job and nothing else. Like if you're like a real person, I don't know. I, I, so I feel like you're just like so uniquely good at like the human element of like management, but I, um, I don't know weaknesses. The last question. And I think the answer to this is no, but did you ever have to report him to HR? I don't know. (laughs) Did we have HR? No, I'm kidding. Um, I think, I mean, I think No. no, but, um, I don't know. No, that could also be I mean, like breaking a confidentiality thing with HR. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I never reported Logan to HR. Mm, there's probably plenty of things we could have reported each other for. <laughs> we were not well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I think that's advertising in general too, though. But it's also kind of like, um, I'm not, I'm not a little rat snitch. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. <laughs> um okay those were the that's the end of the crowdsource like how do we work together this um i think at this you know like i said we worked together for a few years and um at a certain point you this and i admire the hell out of this by the way you were like peace out Uh, i don't think you said this exactly but you were like i'm moving to la like i there i want to do something different i like have Mm -hmm. a different trajectory in mind um and took a job uh at warner brothers right like at first what exactly did you do there Oh my God. I, I, well, I gave tours at Warner brothers, like of the studio lot. Um, so I was like the person driving like the big, like 16 seater, 14 seater golf carts and like talking into a mic and then like walking backwards and like being like tap on this brick. It's fake. And so (laughs) I did that. And then, um, and then another like job I had to do there was audience stuff with um because they at wb at least they do or they used to do conan and ellen and like the real so i would like bring in audiences there and then after a while just because i did it so much i was like full time on like the L- like specifically through warner brothers but like working on like the ellen show bringing audiences like in and out of there and just like watching the show every day okay <laughs> I've seen so much of the Ellen show. <laughs> um, did you dance? With no, the actually, that was the one thing I, that was actually, well, if you had to like sit in with the audience, you had no choice. So I did kind of, uh, I did, uh, you know, shake things up a little bit out there, but, um, <laughs> but no, I, I really, not if I was like back in the little, um, 
in like the room in the back like i because i would watch from like what, what do they call it the riffraff room like where like you can like buy like merch and stuff like that okay and um okay. people would be dancing back there but certainly not i no 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 um <laughs> and then and now i i don't know what i'm allowed to say so you can tell me to stop but like i you're working uh, as a writer's assistant which is cool mm-hmm. um for can we say who or no are we allowed to say that i don't know how that works I mean, I don't, I actually don't know. I don't think it's a secret. I mean, I work for a writer. She, like, I work for a woman named Erica Oyama. She's fucking incredible. And she has, like, an overall deal at Universal. So she's, like, working on shows here and creating new shows and developing stuff. And she's great. Yeah. How cool is it to, like, be able to gain exposure to her and get, like, like absorb knowledge? Because, you know, she's done a lot. Like, I think most recently, um, one of the things was, like, working on Young Rock um, as one of the young rock never have i ever yeah she's on never have i ever right now too like it's been really cool i mean because like i moved to la because i wanted to work in like film and television because like for me it was like advertising was like close to like a creative pursuit but i wasn't actually like doing creative work and i also wanted to make stuff that was like um like a little bit more permanent if that makes sense like i I don't know like there's something so like hard about like working so hard in advertising and then like the stuff comes off the websites or off the air like so quickly you know and mm-hmm. so it's like i wanted to make something that like was a little more storytelling and like lasting but i um but yeah i mean it took a long time to like get this or like get any experience on like this side of things like i worked at warner brothers giving tours but that's like so far yeah. from actually working in television and then i like i worked at like trader joe's for like i've been like just like out on the streets my friend but not literally <laughs> kenny no, don't join us don't join us. <laughs> but um but um no it's been incredible so i'm like very grateful to like have the experience and i think like coming from like advertising too and like having had like you know five six years like of like working another career um it just like makes me so much more like appreciative to like have these like the ability to just like absorb and learn as much as I can. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's great. Crushing it. That's awesome. Um, with, with comedy, I I didn't mention this before I moved to the peace out LA, but you studied at the second city. Um, I think second city, did you study somewhere else? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I've done a bunch of stuff. I did like second city like their conservatory stuff i did io was on like a house team there i did like i was just doing a bunch of like random indie stuff in in chicago and then when i moved out to la i started doing like ucb stuff um and now i play at like this place called we improv that's like a little indie space and i'm on like one of their like house teams there and just like doing random stuff i know you're working on your own stuff too so you like i think that you were working on like uh, a pilot potentially at one point when I talked mm-hmm. to you or caught up with you, like what, do, what else do you go have going on that you want to talk about or are allowed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about whatever. I don't have anything like secretive going on. I am, I'm writing a bunch of stuff. I'm like trying to like, just like, um, I do have like, you know, finished pilots and like working on more, um, just trying to like, honestly get into like the practice of writing more. I feel like the more, the more like finished scripts you have, like the better you get every time. And, um, so, I mean, hopefully I can like maybe one day get something made. And then I'm also, like I said, I do like a bunch of improv. I'm also like putting up, I'm like producing a new show. It's going to be a monthly show. Um, we're having one at the end of March and it's like a big variety show. That's, um, 
going to have like characters and stand up and like video bits and songs and really fun. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just like putting together, I, I think it's like while you're like waiting, I feel like for your break in like film and television, it's like figuring out what you're doing while you're doing, like while you're kind of waiting for that stuff too. And it's like, you got like, I'm and for me, at least it's like, keep performing, keep putting up shows, like work with other people that I find really funny in the community and like see what we can make happen. This is the second round of the interview. That's the five for five round. So, um, again, I have five questions for you. You get to ask me five questions. You're the guest. So I'll let you ask your question first and then I'll ask my first question and we'll just ping pong back and forth. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm nervous about your questions since you said I wasn't going to like them. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, here's one. I'm going to switch up the order of them. Uh, who is your your crush and your enemy of the week? Right it doesn't now? have to be like a romantic crush, but just like someone that you're like, yeah, your crush and your enemy of the week. Who's really in- intrigued you or displeased you this week? <laughs> okay, so, um, I'm going to pick um, – they're well, they're real people, but – have you been watching Invent? Have you watched Inventing Anna? Yes. Okay. So, I, I am I, I, I my mind is blown by this show. Um, but I definitely am really into Neff, the ca- the character of Neff. Um, yeah. so she would probably be my crush. We just finished it this week, so it's still top of mind. Um, I would say Rachel is probably an enemy. I didn't like I didn't I didn't like the way all that went down with Rachel. Um, mm-hmm. can I actually pick a new crush though? I already changed my yeah. mind. Yeah. It's a, it's a fictional character, Judy Gemstone. <gasps> Great crush. Love, 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 love. She's love, so love. good. So good. Uh, my first question for you is a little different. Um, okay. if you, <laughs> if you were a breed of dog, which breed would you be and why? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm an Australian shepherd, a mini. I like that that took zero time, but why? So cute. So cute. So playful. Love. I mean, this is like more of a, okay, this is an aspirational choice. Do I think this is actually true to who I am in this moment? No, I think I'm more of like, um, in this moment, I'm probably like, <laughs> you know, when you see like a really like overweight pug, <laughs> I think that might be me, who I, Stop. Stop who I am. <laughs> but I think maybe my dreams, my aspirational reach dog would be a mini Australian Shepherd. Well, on that note, it's time for your second question for me. <laughs> okay, here's my question. How much water do you think you drink in a day? Like just straight water. Straight water. Probably between 48 and 64 ounces. Is that good? No. Oh. <laughs> no, that's pretty bad. Um, no, I, it's actually, honestly, Logan, it's better than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to say, like, you have, like, a cup of water. Um, I okay, try to, like, you know balance what? it out. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. There was a moment it. in time where I feel like you were not drinking any water. No, I wasn't. No, I was drinking alcohol <laughs> and Diet Coke, and that was it. And what about Mountain Dews? Oh, and tea, and uh, yeah, I, 
uh, now I do di- like Diet Mountain Dews in the morning, Diet mm. Cokes in the afternoon because I'm classy. Um, I used to I also drink a ton Coke. of Starbucks when I worked at Ogilvy, as you know, and, oh, and Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. the teas. I would get like the iced tea like a motherfucker. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, honestly, good for you. 64 ounces of water. We'll take it. Yeah, I think oh, so. Wait, is that what I, you said? Yeah, 48 to 64. Um, That's good. Today's like a 48 day right now. But uh, Someone told me, and by someone, I do mean an article I saw when I Googled how much water should I be drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it told me that take your weight and divide it by two, and that's in ounces. Like, like if you weighed like a hundred pounds, you would have to drink fifty ounces of water. Is like the correct amount of water for you? Well, I'm not good at math, but I don't think I'm drinking enough. Well, <laughs> if you get down to eighty pounds, you are. <laughs> it's good to have goals. <laughs> I don't know which would be easier to, to get down to 80 pounds or to increase my water intake. I drink a lot of pop during the day and then I usually drink my water in the evening at home. All right. Well, good for yeah. you. Yeah. But I'm like mainlining uh, Diet Mountain Dew and Diet Coke during the day at this point. Uh, my second right. question for you is if you could look through one person's email without them knowing, whose would you look through? Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to say Kim Kardashian Mm. Hmm. or no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, Chris, Chris Jenner. Oh, even better. Cause you know, you would get the good shit from Kim, but from all of them. And you're going to get like the people talking to her about Kim. Yeah. Do you think she's just like Chris Jenner at gmail.com? Honestly, yeah, I do. Let's start emailing her or we can just start testing out passwords. Your third question for me. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's do this one. Would you rather, what's your favorite? Like, well, the two parter, what's your favorite, like comfort fast food? Like if I'm having a bad day, just something that like you could never let go. Arby's. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> never have Arby's again? Or have Mariah Carey know who you are, but she doesn't like you. (laughs) Well, I'm about to blow your mind because I think if I think through this, if Mariah Carey knows who you are, but she doesn't like you, her response will always be, I don't know her. So she wouldn't actually acknowledge that she knows you. Yeah. And you know that you've let your hero down. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't understand. What was your answer? <laughs> I don't think I have one. Um, I think the second part is fictional. I don't think it would actually happen. Um, I, I, you know what? I would say I would pick Arby's over Mariah. You'd rather eat, be able to eat Arby's than yeah. let Mariah Carey go not liking you. Yeah. She's yeah. like, she like doesn't want you at her concert. She's like, not correct. Into you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like on her do not attend the concert list and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, My third question for you is what is a like stereotypical old person thing that you do? Um, well, I'm I'm actually like. My cup runneth over with youth, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm just a fucking 
bounty of youth. I think uh, my the oldest person thing I do is I guess I'm really scared I'm going to slip in the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's a good one. Have you do you have just cause? Like have you ever fallen in the shower or you're just is it fear? No. Okay. No, it's just a fear. Okay. I don't want to fall in the shower. I don't mean just <laughs> like I don't want to downplay it. It's very serious. But um I have like okay. I have like five fears. I might add falling in the shower to them. My next question for you, and it's actually just a challenge. Um, I want you to <laughs> to sing like a verse of a song for me, any song you want, but you just sing earnestly, like earnestly and with some power behind it. <laughs> uh, you can pull up the lyrics if you need to. Oh, I don't need to. <laughs> that was very confident for somebody who can't sing at all. Um, I'm just trying to think of a good, I'll be the of judge of that. Song. it's, it's not good. It's not good. Um, if you know any Kelly Clarkson, I would love that. It's a song called Bull My Life Chat. Would Suck Without You. Yeah, I fucking heard <laughs> yeah. of it, you yeah. stupid yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna go. Okay. Just so you know, I've never I've never sang the song out loud before except in the car by myself. No excuses. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> Karaoke bars have been shut down for two years. <laughs> Guess this means you're sorry. You're standing at my door. I guess this means you take back all you said before. My wife is texting me like, "Shut the fuck up in there already." No, Do keep I need going. To- you're you're coughing out. <laughs> like how much verse. you want the whole. I, I was like, I'm not doing the full song. Like how much no, you wanted anyone but me. Said you'd never come back, but here you are again. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I can't, that's I can't good. go that high. I can't go. Yeah, that's a, but that's a great fucking song. Yeah, you know what? Kelly gets it. Yeah, Kelly gets I mean, it. she is the American Idol. She's my <sighs> American Idol. That's for sure. Um, I don't, I. That's the first time anybody's ever done that to me on my podcast. And um, I have to say that that's terrible. So I hope that that never happens again. Um, my fourth question <laughs> for you is, I would like for you to tell a story uh, that as a kid, something mm-hmm. that you did wrong, but you managed to pin it on one of your siblings and they got in trouble for. Um, hmm. Well, can I tell you one that was from college and not as a mm-hmm. child? Okay. Yeah. And this is, yeah. this is actually not with my siblings at all. It's just something I did. That was like kind of an asshole thing to do, but okay. So you're like, time, cir- you're circumventing the criteria. All right, fine. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me think. Let me think. Um, is it a better story though? Cause that we'll take it. I just can't think of anything. Like, I feel like my sisters and I were very like, not like get each other in trouble type sisters. Um, Something that I did that I let my sister take the blame for. I definitely like, like we all shared a car and I definitely like my one sister, Allie was like a famously bad driver, like failed her driver's test like three times in a row and then just started crying. And then they just like gave it to her. And like, so she would like get get into little scrapes all the time when I actually drove through our garage and like, 
but it kind of gave me a little bit of like a free reign because there would be times when I'd be I'd be hitting stuff I'd be backing up into a little fire hydrant and like um and I would just like we could we could always just be like classic alley you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right no that's good that's good I like Um, that I think that's probably (laughs) the best thing that I can think I mean there's like plenty of like like weird shit I did to my sisters, but I feel like I wouldn't like try to get them in trouble. Okay. For yeah. Me. Yeah. No, the driving Except one, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, Thank it's you. time for your fifth and final question for me. It can't be another challenge okay. though. I'm challenged. It's down. not. Okay. okay. I have, <sighs> I, I wrote two options. I think I'm going to go with, I think this one's maybe the more fun one. Okay. It's a Mary fuck kill. Okay. okay. You know yes. how to play. You, uh, you know how to play. Yeah. Someone's yeah, played yeah. with you before. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mary fuck kill. <clears throat> um, your food delivery coming faster than you expect it to. Sending like just the perfect email, like you just like absolutely nailed this email, or a crisp, cold diet coke in the afternoon at like two thirty. Those are very. Not what I was expecting for the choices. Um, okay. So food delivery coming sooner than I expected it. Mm-hmm. Sending the think, perfect email. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. a crisp Diet Coke. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I would marry the food delivery coming earlier than I expected because mm-hmm. I could, I mean, I could use that longevity. Um, yeah. It's a lifetime commitment. Um, I think I would kill the perfect email. Um, And I would definitely, I would be down to fuck with a crisp Diet Coke. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's nothing quite like it. I mean, an email is great, but like, you know. Email, but email, God, it feels good. It does. And I'll circle back and I'll be, I'll be rereading that email for days. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'll be pinned up on my on my cubicle wall for sure. I might even read it aloud to someone. Yeah. Yeah. As part of your, uh, like new variety show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have an email chronicles. <laughs> it's like, they're not, they're not funny at all. They're just like really good. <laughs> um, my last question for you is what is the most disgusting habit that you have? I don't know if it's disgusting. I like a bad habit of mine, at least is that I like pick at my nails like crazy. I feel like I'm like always like ripping my fingernails off. Yeah. Is that, that disgusting dis- to you? Yeah. Yeah. It can be. Cause there are a lot of germs associated with fingernails. Oh, I, I know what will make this really disgusting. We might need to cut this out, put a patina fe <laughs> over this. Okay. Uh, but anyway, okay. I'll like, if I'm like, um, cause I'll like rip my fingernail off and then like throw it in the trash can. But mm-hmm. if I'm not in the vicinity of a trash can, I might rip off a nail and just put it in my pocket and throw it out later. <laughs> you just carry it around? Yeah. I mean, ideally I throw it out, but it's like there, there's a chance at any given point that I have one loose fingernail in my pocket. Yeah. That's pretty gross. That's really gross actually. <laughs> Very gross. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> disgusting. It's all in like the spirit of me like cleaning up after myself, but it is pretty disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at me, look at me right now. You guess, do I have a fingernail in my pocket right now? Right now? No, mm-hmm. not right now. 
No, you don't. I don't even have a pocket right now, so you're right. So, yeah. I, there's no way you have a fingernail in your pocket. You wouldn't show your face <laughs> on camera if I you would. had that. Um, no, I would. That's the thing. No one knows. I know. I <laughs> My, little My little secret. My little secret. So ready for round three, which is the Fast Friends Fortune Teller. I have a custom paper fortune teller. Um, I'm going to ask you. I know. This, we don't spare any expense. Look at this. They're like boy bands. What is that? Oh, boy bands, uh, restaurants, all kinds of things. Um, okay. so in this scenario, you and I are on a road trip. And so I ask you to start a boy band playlist. Um, mm-hmm. would you pick the first song from in sync one direction, Backstreet Boys or 98 degrees? Um, I didn't say one direction actually. We stop at a gas station, uh, and we're getting a snack just from the gas station. So out of these four, would you pick Corn Nuts, Cheez-Its, Milk Duds, or Sour Patch Kids? Uh, Corn Nuts, Cheez-Its, Milk Duds, or Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. For a road trip, Cheez-Its. Yeah, so good. I love Cheez-Its so much. Um, The last is we stop at an exit, and we are going through a drive-thru. Would you pick Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, or Arby's? Wendy's. Wendy's. What's your Wendy's? Can I ask what your Wendy's go-to order is? You can't. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Just kidding. It's a spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Underneath Wendy's this week is the game Two Truths and a Lie. This might be hard. Um, So you can come up with you. You can come up with Two Truths and a Lie, and I'll try to guess which one is a lie. Oh, this sucks because I I have like some. I have like one that I always do, but I definitely think you know the answer. Drank a matcha latte, like moments before we started this podcast. Okay. The second one is I cut my own hair during the the pandemic. Oh, yes. Okay. Just during the pandemic. These are so stupid. Uh, Okay, wait. Let me let me come up with better ones. I drank a matcha latte right before I came here. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second Mm -hmm. one is. Um, um, is that I, um, used to have a crush on my like traveling soccer coach. So it was like, not my like high school soccer teacher, but like the traveling team. And then the third one is that I'm holding a Sharpie in my hand right now. Right now. But you can't see it. It's out of frame. I, I think, uh. The matcha is abs. I think is absolutely true. I feel like the lie is the soccer coach. That's my guess. You're right. <laughs> well, this is the moment, Stephanie, that we have been building to. This is like the friend request. So this is like in the vein of Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. um, like based mm-hmm. on the time that we've spent together. If I sent you a friend request right now, would you confirm or delete the friend request and be honest? I would confirm. Kenny, we need one of those. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> And cheers now when I reveal if I will watch the Love is Blind reunion special. <laughs> yes, you really need to. And the answer is? You're not going to watch it. I already know. I will not. <laughs> I'm just not going to. Yeah, it's fine. You're taking, you've taken a stand. I, I don't know. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that you. I respect but, that but you. But knowing, are... knowing that, do you rescind your friend request? No, absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. No. All right, cool. I'll just tell you about Opposite it ad nauseum. <laughs> That's honestly even better. That's a better way for me to consume it. Yeah. Can I actually get a spot on your 
April variety show and I'll just do I'll like replay uh, I'll play all the roles of the whole Love is Blind reunion special. I'm not joking. I would genuinely love that. I would find that so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would probably maybe next month because my shows are all themed. This month we're doing we're going to the cabaret, but maybe next week I'll do or next month we'll do we go to the Love is Bride reunion special. <laughs> I love that. I love that. If you do, can you please like let me know and stream it or something? Um, yes, absolutely. Well, do you want to plug anything? Do you want people to follow you on any of the social medias or like, do you have a website or like, where can they check out your show? Um, yeah. What? Um, yeah, you can follow me on like, I mean, I post about like my shows on Instagram, Twitter. I think my Instagram is what Steph Birch one and my Twitter, I think is also Steph Birch one. I'll give it a little check out. I'm tweeting <laughs> sometimes. You know how it goes. Oh no. Steph Birch underscore is my Twitter. Mm, okay and we'll put don't worry we'll put we'll put links in the little show notes for everyone so they can get out there um awesome stephanie thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was honestly great to catch up with you and it's great that we can be friends now technically because i don't like manage you anymore you know yeah and i was actively keeping you at an arm's distance yeah (laughs) until we had this moment it makes sense it makes sense Thanks for listening to the Fast Friends Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.